It's Friday night. And time for Derby Panther Football. Football. Tonight's pregame coaches show is brought to you by Tender Care Lawn and Landscape. Discover the Tender Care difference. And now, here's the Alive 105 sports team, Kevin Payne and Doyle Phillips. Well, once again, Panther fans, it's Friday night, and uh, we're fortunate to be here at Mays tonight against a pretty darn good Mays football team. Coach Clark, before we start this, let's talk a little bit about last week's game against campus. And I know Coach Wietrich's supposed to be up here pretty quick, and he'll, let, he'll talk to us about uh, how his defensive unit uh, played. You know, last week was uh, just a weird week overall. Um, Wednesday and Thursday were only two days that we could practice, so uh, it was just, just odd, especially for the defense side of the ball with Coach Wietrich uh, preparing for an offense that you got to kind of change up your whole defense and, and your preparation style for, for it. But uh, um, for the most part, uh, all three phases I was pretty pretty happy with just having two days of preparation and a week and a half off of conditioning and all that stuff, you know, or even being able to see the kids. But uh, um, special teams, um, kind of like offense, kind of like defense. I thought we kind of started off slow. Um, we weren't kicking the ball well. Uh, you know, our returns, we were one or two guys away from, from getting a big return. Um, we were missing some blocks and stuff, but it seemed like the second half we got better. So it was kind of like we had to get back into game speed and, and, and to see it. And, and I thought second half special teams played a heck of a lot better. Uh, Scotty was hitting the ball back uh, close to the end zone. We were tackling the guy inside the 20. Um, I, was, I was really happy with that. Um, we. We snuffed out a um, fake punt. Um, we basically blocked a punt. The guy had to pull it because Kaysen was there to block it. And Carter came in and made the tackle on the punter. Um, so it was, it was fairly good. Uh, we did miss some uh, PATs, um, but that, you know, we had our, I, I think we had our third string snapper in and our third string holder in there. So when that happens, I mean, it's just it, it's just lack of repetition. It's not who we have in there. It's just they're not getting the reps that the ones and the twos get all the time. So I, I didn't get too, too upset about that. Offensively, same deal. Uh, I thought we started off slow. Um, and then we started, uh, started to pick it up. You know, uh, that, I'm sure you guys noticed that uh, we didn't have any starting receiver in there. I, I think we had one guy that uh, total varsity snaps this year had, had two uh, at Mill Valley, two snaps. Then all the receivers hadn't played it down yet uh, in a varsity game. So uh, to, to play what, whatever week we were in, week five or whatever, and to, to have that at receiver, you know, that it, they, they played really well. Um, um, second half, they played better. I, I thought our offensive line, um, did okay. I thought we took a little step back from uh, from Bishop Carroll, but you know, taking that week and a half off and then preparing for uh, um, for two weeks and trying to come out and play a game on Friday, you know, that's that's kind of what you're going to get. But I was really happy how our offense came out the the second half. Um, they, you know, the whole whole team the second half they they played much better. So uh, um, you know, there there wasn't too much to be disappointed in the way we improved throughout the game and. Just to watch the way we practiced this week, it, it just showed me we were out of shape. We weren't in our normal routine. The kids haven't lifted or ran uh, for, for a week. So the, the, this week was way much better. Yeah, on the you know, defensive side of the ball, kind of the same thing. You know, I was, I was pretty, 
pretty stressful going into you know a practice week where you're talking about the only practices you're going to have are Wednesday, Thursday before an opponent, and then not to mention you know the, the offense you're going to go against is the flex bone, which you're not accustomed to seeing a whole lot for a couple weeks, you know, besides a couple weeks during the year. Um, so with that, you know, we really then our guys have been off for a week, you know, so there's a lot of. A lot of unknowns, a lot of stuff that we're not used to as far as coaches. I mean, how many times during the fall do you have a random week off, you know, where you don't have – you're not doing anything. You're not lifting. You're not running. You're not you're not hitting each other. You're not playing football. Um, so we make, we kind of made the decision that, we you know, we, we had to get physical with our guys on Wednesday and Thursday, you know. So we were – and knowing that it might – our guys could be a little sore on Friday, but, like, if you're going to prepare for a flexbone team – I mean, it's a brawl, so <laughs> there's no way to prepare for a brawl without brawling. So Wednesday, Thursday in practice, we got after him. We brawled, and uh, and Friday our guys did a good job. We 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 did, you know, like, like always, you know, it's like one one frustrating thing against this offense. You know, you 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 can't you can't ever get your guys to totally buy into how fast it's going to be. So there's always that first, there's you know the. Early in the game, first quarter, like they were just, they were getting they were, they were having some success against. They run the ball, and, and then after that, we settle in. We get used to the speed, and then all of a sudden, our guys played pretty well. So, really proud of the guys overall. I mean, defensively, we had some we had some really strong leadership. You know, obviously our inside backers, Jack Colson, uh, those guys did a great job on the perimeter. Jace did a pretty good job. Um, Stewart did a great job on, on, on the outside as well. Made a big fourth down stop for us in, in a crucial moment in the game and a fourth down play. Um, really proud of our guys defensively coming off a short week, no practice, out of shape, tired. But, um, but you know, really, really proud of the guys. Their focus this week's been really good. So coming in tonight, our, we've had some really good practices. Like Coach said, normal schedule. And, and you would, with high school kids, with high school boys, it is crazy how much that matters. When you get them on a schedule, they're used to it, they know what to expect, and we just go through it, and it, all of a sudden it makes their, their brain so much clearer. They're just functioning like normal. And, and practices, be, practices are just so much better because of that. So um, it's been fun this week. It's been fun this week for us, and we're ready to play tonight. Hope, hopefully our guys can perform. Coach Clark, I, I got to ask, I got a buddy that, that's an old referee, um, and, and he had openly admitted to me this week that, hey, I listened to the game, but I, I haven't called a game for, for 10 years. And his question, and, and really I know Doyle and I had the same question this, this last week, was we had a, a penalty on a kickoff that looked like we should have recovered it. And I think they called kitsch catch catch kick catch interference, a big word for me. But um, explain to us that rule because he said, you know, from what I heard from you guys, I can't understand what happened, but I know rules change all the time. Well, uh, we were supposed to pooch it. And like I said, we weren't kicking the ball that well in the, in the first half. And it was really, really short, but it kind of popped up there. And uh, their guys were going to block our guys. There wasn't a guy trying to attempt. We, we saw it on film, too. Um, it used to be the rule on, on kickoff that you had to let the ball touch the ground. And the rule now is, and it was a big emphasis rule a couple years ago, that if there's nobody around the ball, you can catch it. Um, if nobody's attempting to catch the ball, you can go ahead and grab it out of the air. And that was the case. Um, I mean, Ryan Carter, he, he does that, you know, he, he caught that ball. 
uh, it just fell into his hands. You know, he tries that 10 more times, he probably catches it three. It was just a great catch. I mean, it just happened to, to be right there and uh, just fell right into his hands, and he did a good job of doing it. But there was nobody in the vicinity trying to catch the ball. So he wasn't taking that from anybody. But uh, they didn't know what to call. Um, you know, it's, it's like I always say, uh, everybody's going to always err on the other team against Derby. Uh, it's It's been that way our, our first three games. That everybody likes to see Derby not do so well or think they're going to give Derby a, a call or whatever. The other week I sent in eight plays that I thought were wrongly called uh, against Bishop Carroll. And uh, those eight plays were, uh, you know, I, I talked to one of the head referees, and, and, and that, that, that was the case. They were wrongly called. One, one was a touchdown. Uh, so um, we're not going to get too many calls on our side. Uh, people like to, you know, always err on the other team because they want to do that. And then we got a 15-yarder because of that, and that Ryan Carter did nothing wrong. He actually made a great play. And then we knew that. And they, they, we had a couple, like, like two plays before that, uh, one of their kids tackled one of our tight ends, um, threw him on the ground, punched him in the face a couple times, right in front of a referee, uh, ripped off his helmet, um, did all that stuff, and, and the kid wasn't ejected, the kid wasn't even penalized, and it was right in front of a ref. And our, our coaches got a little heated about that, and then we're scored, and that happens. So uh, I, I think just some people, it might have even been some kids, and this is my fault for not controlling the sideline, said something, so we got a flag on, the, on that too. So they ended up being like a 30-yard play for them. I think they got the ball in like the 30 almost, 35. So, I mean, it was it was a bad situation. Um, we got to do a better job on our sideline of, of keeping everybody under control, not talking to the refs, just let me talk to the refs. And then, uh, but with Ryan Carter getting flagged on that, he, he made a great play and uh, he did nothing wrong. Coach Wietrich, uh coming into the season, you know, we had a little you know, there were some questions about the defensive line. We had to replace all three of those outstanding players we had last year. Uh, kind of talk to us a little bit about how they, the, the defensive line has progressed to this point. Yeah, glad to. Um, you know, like you said, last year we had some, you know, last couple of years we've had some very special guys up front, you know, and last year we had, you know, we had Dorsey at nose, we had Seth Smith, we had, uh, we had Dan Archer, you know, some guys that were, you know, really good program guys, really strong guys in the weight room, really guys, you know, that new football, smart football players. Um, and so those guys had the range for a couple of years there. So these guys that right now are playing, now they're seeing their first opportunity up front, and you're seeing a continual progress of these guys getting better week by week by week. Um, and, and just like any other position, you know, it's it, it – they, they – they know what we're trying to. Act. They know what they're supposed to do, but it's a whole lot different when you're the lights are on versus an opponent. You know, it's like it's so. So what we're going through right now is we got we got some guys that are pretty young. It's the first couple, you know, first first starts. You know, and, and this whole COVID business we've talked about is is not the best, and we 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 missed two games. You know, so we missed two varsity games. That's two big experiences that our guys need up front to get better and better and. Uh, you know, we're playing Mays tonight. Mays is they they played six games. You know, they played six games. They're six and zero, um, and I I think that's, a, that's it's crucial. I really wish we could play those. I, we couldn't do it. I know we couldn't do it. I understand it. And, you know, but I just if we had those 
those two games to play, I, I think we would continue to make steps and we'd be better and better. Um, but Annan Carpenter at Nose doing a great job. He, he, he's understanding the game plan. He's understand what we want to do. Giff, uh, Giff it in or Giff it, Giff it quick and uh, sweating them at in. Those guys are doing a good job. But they're, they're smart players. They're smart kids. But like I said, just, it just, it, they just need reps. They need game reps. They need live reps. And they need more game experience. Um, but with the situation we have, you know, it's, it, we're going to do the best we can. Those guys, you know, they had a great week of practice. Uh, they're excited to play. I think we got some stuff in tonight that they're they're pretty excited about. So, um, you know, they're they're a fun group. They're a great group of group of guys, high character guys, all of them. You know, you got some u- unique personalities in all of them. Every one of them. You know, they're all different, right? So, like, uh, they're kind of a unique group, but they're they're a lot of fun, and I'm like, pretty excited to see how much they grow and how much, how fast they play tonight. Guys, we're in Mays tonight. Uh, Mays is undefeated, as Coach Wietrich uh, talked about. Coach Clark talked to us about uh, what we're going to have to do against Mays, and we'll let Coach Wietrich talk about how he's going to stop this uh, Mays offense. Well, special teams-wise, uh, they're, they're really tricky on special teams. They're, they're gimmicky, but they're really good. Uh, they, they've got a returner who, who is their running back. Um, he's in six games, he's returned four touchdowns as, as a kickoff returner. Uh, they've got a lot of yards on punt return, too. They do a good job. Their special teams are really, really good. Um, they do a thing called the starburst return on kickoff return, where you kick it, the dealer gets it, and then he hands it off to, like, three different guys, and, and you got to figure out who has it. Um, but but you can usually see by the way the front line and the wings go go and block. So our kids just have to play smart football and and do what Coach DeVore is coaching them up to to do. Um, defensively, uh, they they have it, it's it's always and I say this every year against these guys. Uh, we've seen so many defensive fronts. We, we we've seen some defensive fronts from the last game of May South that I've never even seen before. And it's one of those deals where they're either going to guess right or guess wrong. I mean, they got either too many guys to one side or not enough guys to one side. Uh, so, uh, so it's kind of one of those things where you got to be patient as a, a play caller and as a player. Sometimes you're going to call a play and they've got five extra guys over on that side because uh, they're overloaded. But, but when they're not guessing right, you know, they've they've got three less guys on, on, on one side. But uh, they do bounce around in multiple fronts, uh, which which as an offense, you got to prepare an offensive line. It's really tough on the offensive line to prepare for. I, I think we probably prepared for about six different offensive fronts. And, you know, to the average listener, it may not sound like a lot, but that's a lot of time and a lot of stuff our kids have to learn. So they're uh, – their defense is built around their inside backers. Their inside backers are studs. They blitz them a lot. Uh, you can tell they're they're the leaders of the team. They're always making the checks and all that stuff. They've got a really good, experienced defensive line, and then they they've got a, a secondary that's really solid too. They got uh, the old quarterback Grill. His his younger brother is a free safety. He's a really good free safety. Um, this this defense is one of the better defenses we're going to see, and one of the probably more confusing defenses to. But but our offense has to communicate, and that's that's the whole thing that we've told our offensive line. 
We've got to communicate what we're seeing. We got to talk to each other right before snap. We got to continue communicating. So once that snap hits, we're all on the same page. So uh, I've been really proud of our kids. Like like Coach Wietrich said, we've had a, a great week of practice, you know, and uh, I know it sounds cliche, but if you practice well, hopefully you play well. So let's, uh, let's just see if that happens tonight. Uh, talking May's offense. Um, Extremely explosive, big plays, explosive plays, explosive passes, explosive in the run game. I mean, they have, they got a backfield that's uh, that's very experienced. We got a young quarterback that got reps as a freshman. He's gonna be he's gonna be extremely special. He's very special right now. Um, they have a receiving core that is as 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 athletic as we've seen. Probably probably comparable to Mill Valley. Mill Valley was was uh, first game of the year with some young guys in secondary. It was a little too much for us, obviously. And uh, uh, we've got we've grown. We've got better. Uh, but this this is going to be another test for our secondary because they they love to throw the ball. They love to spread it out. Um, they run a majority of their sets out of the spread game. Quarterback loves to drop back. He makes plays with his legs. Um, he'll he'll extend plays. He looks to scramble to throw the ball. Guys are really good as far as receivers about scramble drill, getting open and and and, and kind of scramble plays. So we we got to get pressure on this guy, and that's kind of been the emphasis all week. We've been talking about in practice is is, is containing these guys, getting pressure on these guys, wrapping up these guys. Um, running back too, they have a really good running back number one. Um, so they have they have they have all aspects of the game. I mean, they have run game, they have a, they have a spread game, they have a quarterback scramble game, they have a breakdown game where they can they can kind of imp improvise and do whatever. So they're extremely explosive offense. Um, that I know they are extremely excited to come out and make a point and prove against Derby that they can they can be be really good offensive football team. You know, last year. Like Coach mentioned earlier, I mean everything kind of went right for us last year. I mean, we got on to them early. We got we got on to them early as far as we had some turnovers against them. We got a pick early, uh, so stuff went our way real quick in that game. We kind of we kind of snowballed them, you know. But uh, so I imagine they're gonna be pretty fired up and pretty excited to play Derby tonight, and they have a lot to prove. Um, but our guys are at the same token. Our guys are pretty excited to play Maze. It's always a fun game. Their fans, I'm sure, are fired up. Our fans are fired up. There's not a there's not a whole lot of love between the two clubs, I imagine. So should be a fun night. Coach, uh, we're getting ready to play game five, I believe, and uh, we've had some a ton of injuries. So talk to us about team health going into the Maze game. Like I said uh, um, last week, we we were out our whole receiving crew. Um, we got a couple of those guys back. Uh, Reed was, was a little hobbled up, and uh, he finally practiced on Wednesday. Looked all right. Kind of took it easy on Thursday. So we'll see how he does in pregame and uh, and all that stuff. Then the the Thatcher twins, um, they they really were integral in, in the Bishop Carroll game, and um, they practiced a little bit this week. So I I, I think they'll you, you'll see them on the field. Um, offensive line wise, Dylan Kahn, he hadn't practiced for two weeks at, at center and uh, um, we had him available against campus but we knew if uh, things went our way um, we just keep him healthy and, and wait till this week he's had a great week of practice you saw Colson Searing go out of the game uh, went got x-rays uh, two two clean breaks to the rib uh, out for the season then the next day they go get a second opinion totally fine so, so we got him back. Yeah, we we thought we thought life was, uh, 
you know, middle backer. Colson Searing was probably playing at the best level of anybody. Uh, that I, we were so excited, and we were, you know, we were so devastated that he couldn't play. Not because Colson uh, was such a good player for us. But Colson's such a fun kid to be around. He's he's a he's a first in the locker room, last one to leave. Uh, he's kind of an old soul to where he just likes sitting down, talking to the coaches, just being an old guy, you know. Uh, so we absolutely love Colson, and, and to see him go through that Friday and then Saturday to get the text Saturday morning about, hey, we got a second opinion. He's fine, and. Uh, not sure really what happened and who looked at the x-rays first, but uh, um, we're glad to have him back. He had a great week of practice. Uh, he's still sore, and and uh, um, so so I think you'll see him tonight. Amari Ramirez, you saw him get blindsided, pushed in the back uh, on, on a kickoff. That th Those guys were just taking cheap shots and all that stuff. They were doing whatever they could just to uh, do whatever. But uh, um, he ended up dislocating his elbow. And, you know, we, we figured it, it looked bad. It was, it was to the point to where we almost had some people uh, throwing up on the sideline. It looked so bad. And uh, no fracture. Uh, they took him to the hospital. The hospital put him, uh, um, got it put back in. And, uh, I mean, he's, he's week to week. Uh, he's in a full cast right now. He's not playing this week. But uh, um, we may see him against May South or, or maybe in the playoffs in week nine. So, uh for the most part, you know, we got Tanner Knox back last week, which uh, uh, he had a, I'd say, a average week of practice. And then you get the adrenaline going, and you see him on the first play, and the silver bullet is back. I mean, he is he is going in there just just uh, just playing really really fast and being Tanner Knox, the old Tanner Knox that that we miss. So uh, so he's back, and uh, um, I'm really excited about our health. Uh, we we've got couple kids on close contact quarantine, but uh, uh, not too many starters. And uh, uh, we're excited about this week. Like I said, we've had a good week of practice. Guys, as always, good luck tonight.